Good morning, good morning, everyone. Howdy. Um, oh, yeah, it's working. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Hope you're all good, wherever you are. Kevin's all the way from Florida. Morning, mate. Somebody's up early. That's good to see. Luke, morning. And uh, we've got Lee all the way from Tassie. Morning, Lee. How are you, mate? Good to see you. And Tim, yes. That's what we're going to have a bit of a chat about today, the old point two five. Um, yeah, I reckon they're getting there. I reckon they're getting there. We were talking with uh, Bill Evans, the uh, Westpac, head of Westpac, I think uh, economist or something like that. He sort of predicted the 4.1 cash rate where we are right now, folks. There you go. My thoughts where we were going to get around this 3.85, 4.1 as well. Hopefully we're at the top, but let's face it, even if it's another point something or other, it's not going to be another five or six interest rate rises at this point in time. And uh, even some of the lenders, the banks are dropping their fixed interest rates, which is interesting. Uh, But we're going to talk about that today. What does it mean to us? What does it mean to us, folks? What does it mean to us if the interest rates go up? Morning, Stu. How are you, mate? Morning, morning. Whoever's out there, morning. Ah, Jules. Jules, you're up. Uh, yep. Yeah, he's a good one, Bill Evans. He's been around the block a few times, and he's not silly. We quite like uh, Bill, Luke, so there you go. Yeah, more payments. <laughs> well, all right. Well, let's do this. What are we going to do this morning? Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Most of you know this, Jason Witten's my name. If you didn't already know, or if you're dropping by and you're saying hello, then hello to you. Great to have you here. And uh, two seconds, I've got my uh, my cat visiting my office. Anyway, I better let her in. <laughs> anyway, there you go, children and animals. Anyway, we'll get on with the show. Got myself a visitor, but uh, working with you guys. Hopefully, uh, Hopefully, you're all sorted for today with a coffee and uh, maybe some cheer. What does it mean to us as property investors right now? Well, there's a few things going on. I did watch the Apple keynote yesterday, Chris. (laughs) I did. I got excited. I certainly got excited. But let's get into today's catch-up conversation, chat, whatever we want to call it. Wealth, coffee, chat, matter of fact, is what we call it. The interest rate, uh, the cash rate has gone up and so soon to follow i would we would all believe all think that the uh, that the interest rates may increase at the same time what does that mean for us as um as property investors yeah tim you know i completely completely agree with you the challenge is that uh, there's no there's no supply and you guys know we've talked about this for a while it's been happening forever and a day more shortages in this space, right? And what happens too, though, um, is uh, we, we're going to have this big thing called the mean reversion, folks, right? So what's going on right now? Let's have a look at this. All right, so <clears throat> what will happen? Those who are, who have got mortgages, those who have got mortgages will uh, cut some costs, right? Cut some costs. Most of them will hunker down. Right, most of them will stay where they where they are because it's, you know, pretty difficult to go somewhere else. 
difficult to find someone to rent, difficult to find if you're going to sell something and buy somewhere else. There's no supply. Cut costs and stay where they are, right? Stay. Which means that uh, there's not going to be this uh, big flood. You you hear a few of these uh, conversations out there. What was the big one? Uh, You know, the mortgage cliff, you know, all of these properties are going to be, you know, um, you know, uh, mortgagee in possession. Everyone's going to be, you know, selling their properties. That is not the case. Um, Let's have a look at this one here. You know, the share of people in negative equity territory uh, is very low, folks. It's actually less than the GFC, folks. When the GFC came along, people had some challenges, some issues. Uh, the the lending world <clears throat> had a big problem. But right now, the number of people who've got problems when it comes to negative equity in their lending or their loans uh, and also not um, having some challenges with their cash flow uh, is very small. What does that do? For the most part, like I said before, most pay- people are going to cut some costs and stay where they are, right? That's what's going to happen. Uh, and, um, you know, what does that mean? This is the part why people, why the RBA is trying to increase the interest rates to stop people spending money on stuff that they reckon aren't is not valuable, you know, Netflix and the like. And, uh, right, hopefully that brings inflation down. What's the knock-on effect of this sort of stuff, right? So tell me in the chat, what's going to happen, folks, what's going to happen uh, with the marketplace? Let's say the regular, uh, uneducated, unknowledgeable, that's not very, that's not the right English, is it? The unknowledgeable, the uneducated, what will they do when it comes to purchasing a property? Now, does the number of people coming through the system reduce who want to buy a property? Tell me in the chat, you know, Let's say, give or take, um, on any given month, year or whatever, you, we have X thousands of buyers who are moving through that part in their life. They want to purchase. What happens to the uh, the desire of purchases? Number one, the the desire doesn't go away, all right? So tell me in the chat if, you, if you've got a different opinion here. The, the people who want to buy properties are still there. And so we are going to have a backlog, right, a backlog of buyers that will stay as renters, okay? Now, what you've got to do is think about this. Rents are going to go up, that is for sure, uh, and rents will go up and stay up, right, <clears throat> as rents go up. So the backlog of buyers hang around, they stay as renters, right, the rents will go up. The rents are going to go up. The rents will go up. And um, at some point in the future, tell me, what is going to unlock a, an absolute tsunami of people out there in the marketplace? When the rents go up over and above the mortgage, right, the mortgage, the cost of a mortgage, what happens, folks? We've seen it every single time. This occurs in one way, shape, or form. Uh, the uneducated buyer Uh, stops and us as property investors, this is a great time to be nicking a bargain, nicking the right bargain right now. Um, And we'll talk about that uh, in a little bit. The rents are going to go up. That is for sure. Mortgage price will stay, um, um, stay the same for the short term, let's say the next three to six months minimum. What's going to happen? What happens after that? Everyone just stops a gridlock. No one, no one moves. No one sells. 
Uh, rents go up and the pressure builds. The pressure builds. We get a backlog of buyers in the marketplace right now, okay? And, uh, you know, that's that's an interesting thing. What will happen in the future, then there's going to be something that unlocks the buyers. And when the interest rates go down, and they will, folks, they will, and let's call that in the next 12 to 24 months, okay? 12 to 24 months, prices, and prices will go up. You're, you're dead right, Tim. Then we will get a huge amount of buyers re-enter the market. That's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. And there's a, a conversation, a thing called mean reversion, right? If you have a look at this uh, little graph here, little graph, little graph, right? These two lines, okay, uh, which are your average loan payment and the average rent payment, <clears throat> they will start outbidding each other too. Uh, I talked about this yesterday, uh, not very clearly, but the median price, the median price, folks, of house prices is going up. Right now, the median price is going up. The median is going up. You know, um, and um, people are saying, well, why? Why is the median going up if the interest rates are going up? Well, it's pretty clear. It's pretty simple, right? If we have a spectrum of this is the middle and let's say the middle is 600,000 and say this is, let's say, 300,000 to 600,000 and then this is, you know, 600 to, you know, call it, oh, bloody hell, call it like, Let's call it two million dollars, right? Two million dollars. Where where is the most movement of pricing right now? Which type of buyer, which price point of buyer, folks, is is doesn't give a shit about the interest rates right now? Tell me in the chat, folks. Tell me in the chat. Where's the transactions? Where are the purchases? Where are the properties being bought? What price point are the properties being purchased at? At the high price point, <laughs> at the high price. That's right. Up here, two, three, four, five, six million dollars, folks. No, no one gives a rat's ass about the interest rate. They're buying it mostly in cash. Maybe a low, um, a low, uh, a low loan to value ratio anyway. Uh, and they are moving the median further. All right. That's when you see those. Things out in the media going, hey, the median house price. Yep, that's right, Chris. The median house price has moved. What's going on? Well, that's what's happening. People with money uh, don't really give a shit about cutting Netflix. And to be honest, Australia's never been richer and wealthier. Our average wealth in this country increased significantly over the last five years, insanely. Uh, but for some of us, yeah, and they're, and they're dead right, Tim. They're actually getting cracking bargains. Sam um, Sam has done this presentation. It was an excellent one. We did it the other day. He said a $1 million buyer right now, if you're a $1 million buyer, you can buy some of the best real estate in Australia that hands down will double in value in the next seven to 10 years because it's just wonderfully positioned, right? He's got a presentation on this. But what am I talking about here? is mean reversion, reversion. Now, look at this. Right, we had this. It was pretty well the same, and then it split. So what happened, folks? What happened? The interest rate went down, 
uh, and the rent payment stayed the same, okay, stayed the same and then started to go up slightly, okay. So there's a gap in here. There's a gap, all right. Now, the gap has changed, folks. The gap's changed because the interest rates have gone up and the rents uh, are trying to catch up. This gap will close. That will close, folks. Mark my words. The gap between the loan repayment and the rent will close. And it will close using the rent. The rent will close that gap. All right, and here's the drill. Like you've got to get this. Over the next year or two, because rents take quite a while to flow through, when you put your rents up, and you should, will you, when the interest rates go down, will you drop your rents? You go, oh, uh, interest rates have gone down. I'm going to drop my rents. Tell me in the chat, folks. You, uh, are you going to do that? Tell me. I want to hear it because this is the thing you got to get. All right, this is the this is the part right now where for all of us, no, hell no, exactly, Alison, hell no, I'm not doing that. And why? Why? Because, yep, exactly. <laughs> I love it, Luke. All right, because. This is why I'm telling you, like, watch this, right? Because at the moment, for some of us, uh, I've just chucked into the calculator. Um, I've just chucked in into the calculator, right? I've just chucked in the calculator. Hey, pretty straightforward stuff. $700,000 property. I'm using equity to buy it, blah, blah, blah. Renting for 700 bucks a week, you know, regular stuff. I've even only put in 4% capital growth over here. Uh, you might get five, right? So let's go and have a look at our cash flow report. And I've put a 5.8% interest only rate in there. You guys know we, we say do three years or five years interest only in the beginning of the purchase. Um, let's have a look at this. Let's have a look at our cash flow. The cash flow is after tax. You guys know PAYG variation. Um, there we go. <laughs> yeah, there we go. So after tax. It's let's call let's round it up five thousand dollars negative cash flow for the year. So let's say you buy a property right now, it's negative five thousand dollars cash flow for the year, and people go, "Oh, that's no good." And I'm like, "Oh, hang on, don't get carried away." Um, you know, you when you're purchasing the property, put five grand aside. You know, uh, make sure you got a buffer, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So here's what's going to happen, right? We got negative five grand uh, out out of the out of the way. So let's go and have a look at what's going to happen over here on our – try and find my mouse. Here we go. Um, let's go and do this. Let's go put our rent up. <clears throat> let's go put our rent up to $800 a week. The rent up to $800. let us say over two years we can get the rent up. Uh, and then we get the interest rate down. So let's call it 4.8. So the rents are going to go up 100 The interest rates are going to go down 1%. Over the next two years, that's my call. That's my call on the trajectory of the situation right now. And your rents are going to stay up, folks, okay? And you've got to keep an eye on them. You're going to have good properties, et cetera, et cetera. So what happens now? All right, what's this number here? <clears throat> Tell me. So we were negative four and now we're positive four, okay? So what happens the four that you put in the year before, you've put $4,000 in. Now you get it back. And now over a two or three-year period, your property is neutral 
and has paid you back. Pay you back, folks, the cash flow. But in the meantime, ladies and gents, you now have, you know, 30, 40, 50 grand worth of capital growth happening as we go, right? So that's what's going to happen for all of us as investors. We might have to put a bit in in the, in the next little bit. The, the interest rates have gone up. Now, listen, 0.25 is not going to change things much. It's not going to change things much at all, if, if at all, today in the cash flow. If you've got a brand new loan, matter of fact, here's what's happening out there in the marketplace. Let's go and have a look at what the actual banks are doing, right? What they're actually doing, folks, is, um, and I showed this one the other day, check this out right? The interest rates on the fixed home loans, fixed, check out that, fixed interest rates are lower. So they lowered, they dropped their fixed interest rates, their three-year fixed to 5.54. They dropped their fixed interest rate and they put their variable rate up. Why would they drop their fixed interest rate? Their most popular fixed interest rate, by the way, folks, 5.3. Tell me in the chat, they go, oh, there'll be more rate rises, fear-mongering, right? So what did they do? Tell me, ladies and gents. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Right, they put their, they put their, um, they put their variable rate up and they put their fixed rates down. What is that? Yep. Exactly right, Josh. Josh, book building for sure, Luke. And they know, they know, yep, they know what the future holds, folks. All right. They know interest rates will come down. And I think it's, I, I, I personally think that sort of stuff is, you know, anyway, it's annoying. It's a pain in the ass. Yep. Because they will lock in, they will lock in people who are scared of, the, of an uncertain future. And when interest rates drop to 4%, that person's going to be locked in at 5.5, right? That's what happens. That's what happens. Um, so for me, for my money, I'm certainly not locking in 5.5% um, interest rate. Anyway, that's that's where I'm at as we go. All right, folks, there you go. Um, oh, Brendan said, did we switch from interest only to P&I? After three to five years, Brendan, um, we can switch to P&I if we want to. Um, it depends on the cash flow of your property. It depends on the cash flow of your circumstance, your portfolio, right? Because when we make a principal payment, um, when we make a principal payment, our equity goes up, right? So, uh, and often... Often I hear from investors like, oh, you know, it's, it's negative cash flow. And I'm like, are you, are you on principal and interest? Um, and the answer is yes. Well, negative cash flow means positive equity. What do you mean? What do you mean? Well, you're making a principal payment and that's reducing your, your debt means building equity, correct? Okay, yeah, okay, I'll get it. Okay, so it's a cash flow issue. So, Brendan, what, what we always do is make sure you're in charge of the cash flow if you want to make that extra payment and reduce the debt, fine. I prefer, especially in the early days with our um, portfolio, building our portfolio, to have that extra payment or that extra cash flow in an offset account or a redraw facility so you can have access to it instead of paying off the bank's mortgage um, 
and then you've got to ask to get it back. All right, that's kind of the drill. All right, folks, if um, if you want to get hold of that calculator, it's in the Facebook group, uh, or your coach can send it to you. So make sure you download it and muck around with it and uh, do what you need to do. Um, there you go. All right, folks, that's it. Interest rates have gone up a little bit, even if they go up a bit more, which I'm finding it hard to see that now. I mean, there's some cracks showing. The pollies are into it. The uh, Everyone's uh, giving it a good uh, good uh, carry on. So let's, uh, let's hope for everybody's sake um, that that pauses and, uh, you know, steadies the ship a little. But don't don't miss this team. We're just we're we're looking at a few opportunities right now that uh, we haven't been able to look at for a while. Places like Sydney, by the way, um, that the rents are through the roof. The rental yields so high again, which is good, uh, which allows us to be able to purchase in certain places. All right. So for my money, if you're uh, if you're able. It's a good time to be purchasing a couple of properties if it makes sense for you. Anyway, there you go. All right, folks, that's it. I'm done. I'm done. Um, Yep. See you later. That's it. Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted today. Join me tomorrow if you want to do something again around about 10 past 8. That's usually the drill. Uh, Until then, folks, you guys take care. Remember, we've got a couple of sayings around here. Buy well, don't sell. That's the drill, right? going to take time to build this portfolio no matter what's going on whether it's up down round around we're going to be here this thing uh, takes a bit of time all right folks that's it bye for now see you tomorrow